Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Taskmaster is Wonderful. I'm Eric, and today I'm talking about Taskmaster Australia Season 1, Episode 7, The Energy of a Sickly Child. Once again, our Taskmaster is Tom Gleason, his assistant is Tom Cashman, and the contestants are Danielle Walker, Jimmy Reese, Julia Morris, Luke McGregor, and Nina Oyama. This episode's title, The Energy of a Sickly Child, comes from Nina. Before we get into the tasks, let's take a closer look at the Taskmaster himself, Tom Gleason. Thomas Francis Gleason was born June 2nd, 1974 in Gunnada, New South Wales, Australia. His stand-up shows have been nominated for and won several awards, including Best Comedy at the Adelaide Fringe 2020, with his show Lighten Up. He is also the host of Hard Quiz, which began in 2016 and is currently in its eighth season. So, we start this episode with the prize task, the most surprising thing to bring to a barbecue. I tried to think of what I might bring, and the best I could come up with was some antique drinking glasses. Because why would you bring that? They're, they're totally going to get broken. Um, but we had Jimmy bring in a barbecue, <laughs> a total power move to bring a barbecue to a barbecue, uh, as if to say... Um, you're not good at barbecue. <laughs> Nina brought in a plate of hair, uh, very similar to last week when Luke brought in a plate of his red hair, um, which were definitely pubes. And Nina said, that's why I also brought pubes. They're very luscious. <laughs> Luke brought in, uh, some protection from the sun in the form of a butt face mask. Um, Tom Gleason... <laughs> Gave him a lot of crap, uh, saying that it didn't look very different from his regular face. Julia brought in a chocolate Taskmaster envelope. I thought this was really good. Not not surprising. I still would have given it the one points that she got. But um, I've been surprised that it she brought in such a cool thing. Like, oh, this is this is a, like it. It's a good surprise. Like like getting a Nintendo 64 at Christmas. And then Danielle, she brought in a whole bondage outfit with a plague doctor mask and is very, very creepy (laughs) and kind of awesome. Um, But the points I would have given were uh, one point to Julia, two to Jimmy, uh, three to Luke, four to Danielle and five to Nina But the Taskmaster disagreed. Um, He gave Julia just one point. I agree with that. He gave Luke two points, not that far off. He gave Danielle three points, I guess also not far off. Um, He gave Nina four points, but then he gave Jimmy five points. Our first film task of the episode is a team task. I love these team tasks. Um, the improv troupe are so excited for this one because they know it's coming up. Um, in the lab, there's a teddy bear on a pillow who is holding a task. Um, the task is make a dream come true. Best dream wins. You have 30 minutes. 
So both teams kind of come up with the same conclusion. Let's make Tom's dream come true. Um, the dream team we see first, um, they ask Tom if he has a dream that he wants made true. Oh, the, the dream team is Danielle and Julia. Um, and the other team I call the improv troupe is Jimmy, Nina, and Luke. So the dream team asked Tom uh, about any dreams he had. And he said, well, he had a couple of them when he was a kid. And then describes having a remote control fly that he could use to spy on his friends. Um, they really roll with the creepy aspect of that. Um, Julie is going to be filmed by this robotic fly uh, while she's sleeping. And so she hops up on the table. She takes off her bra again. I feel like she's just looking for excuses to take off her bra at this point. Danielle puppets the fly. It's like hanging uh, on a string off of a stick. Um, and they get this close up of Julia drooling in her sleep. Um, we also see the fly going through the house. Danielle is kissing a photo of Tom Gleason saying uh, how much she loves him. Um, Julia's bra is on the ground. And then we get the, the fly close up of Julia dreaming about the Taskmaster. Also, they forgot to do their dance. Previously, they did not get any extra points for doing the dance. But because they forgot to do it, they were deducted one point each. So it did end up having an effect after all. The improv troupe, um, they start to plan and they're like whispering to each other. And Tom looks a little bit confused and they're like, no, no stop listening. Actually, leave. Get out of here. And they end up planning a whole uh, a set of tasks for Tom to do. Um, because they thought it would be a dream come true for him to be able to do what, what they get to do. Uh, they also have the plan to have his parents say that they're proud of him. Um, so that gets integrated into the, the final of the three tasks. I mean, really, this is the ultimate task within a task for Luke. Um, so the first task is become the taskmaster. There's a bald cap and a tie. And so he gets dressed up in it and then he role plays and basically says, I have no respect for my assistant. Uh, and then he goes outside to do the next task. Uh, it's put the object from the giraffe in the buckets. The object is a teddy bear and he tries to throw it in there, but then he's interrupted by geese, but they're ac actually they're ducks. And he asks, wait, 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 is this part of it? How, how did you make this happen? <laughs> He's a little bit weary of the ducks, um, but he does get the teddy bear into the bucket. Um, and then the next task is back in the lab. Um, and the task is come into the lab and make your parents proud. Um, it's hard to tell, but the two people in there who are his parents are actually Jimmy and Luke wearing some wigs they say that uh they love him and that they're so proud of him that he's doing the best job as the taskmaster as well no i'm the taskmaster's assistant they're disgusted and uh the whole thing goes off the rails um i don't think that that part of it necessarily was a, a good dream come true um, but then they end the whole thing with a climactic high five with the whole freeze frame and everything. It was fantastic. I really, really liked that Danielle was annoyed that they kept calling them geese because they were ducks. 
It's like, I'm telling you for the last time, Nina, those are ducks. When trying to decide between the two teams, Tom Cashman asked the improv troupe how many points that they would have given him for his tasks. And at first, Nina and Luke say five, but then Jimmy says, no, wait, six. And Tom Cashman's mind is blown. Uh, that put, puts it over the top for him that it is the best of the two dreams. And so the improv troupe is rewarded with five points. And the dream team is rewarded with four points each, except they get a point deducted. So they actually get th three points for this task because they forgot to do their, their dance at the end. Next film task. The task is delivered by a drone parachute drop. Do the most incredible once in a lifetime thing. You must never have done it before and never do it again. You have 30 minutes. Um, I would try to jump over fire into the lake maybe or do some type of fire stunt with all of that gear if that was able to get procured. Um, I think probably the first version of that would be the most likely. And that is almost what Luke did, but he ended up doing something else and no fire involved. But we'll get to that. He saved for last. Jimmy becomes Ute Man. He is born out of the passenger seats of the Ute, which now I know is uh, short for utility vehicle. Um, and in the United States, we just call them trucks or like pickup trucks. But I, I guess they can also be like not truck shaped. Like they could be um, like a regular car, except with a bed in the back. I think one of the only ones that's not like an actual truck that you would call a ute here in the United States is the uh, the El Camino. It, it looks like a muscle car, but it does have that open bed in the back. Anyway, after he's born out of the out of the ute, um, Tom Cashman cuts the umbilical cord that's like just a bunch of like ribbon by biting it. Pretty gross. Uh, Jimmy then goes over to the caravan and moves it very slightly. He, he had set a banana on the ground um, as a measuring device so that they could see where it started and where it ended up. Um, it's determined it was not very incredible, but maybe it was once in a lifetime, except that he did it again another four times within like three minutes. So he is disqualified. Nina uh, decides to make a Rube Goldberg machine, uh, which she helps has to help along most of the way for it to complete. And it doesn't even do what it was meant to do. Um, Julia's initial thoughts was a wet t-shirt contest. Um, and then she thinks, oh, I should do some doughies when you fang a car in a circle. You know, donuts. Um, Tom Cashman was confused by the word doughies. Tom was a little bit confused um, when she said doughies. So it doesn't seem to be a widespread slang term across all of Australia. She ends up doing the largest and slowest donuts ever. Um, at the end of her run, the brakes weren't working. And then she runs over a tiny tree. Rest in peace, tiny tree. Danielle's initial thought was to rob the house next door. Um, but her next idea was to make a pool in the back of the Utes and have a bubble bath. 
Um, so she does that and Tom is in there with her and she has a water gun and she keeps blasting with it. And then she also fills a uh, pool noodle with water and then blows water out of that at Tom as well. Um, Tom could have tried doing that one. I mean, he also could have tried the water gun thing if she just, you know, handed him that water gun. She's like, oh, I wish we had two of these because you'd love this. <laughs> like, you could let him borrow it. Uh, and then we have Luke. Uh, he wants to jump in the lake. And he wants to jump in the lake with Tom because I'll never jump in the lake holding hands with you again. Um, so they get into the uh, swimming gear um, with their water wings on. And Luke, right before they're about to do it, he looks up uh, possible pathogens from jumping into a lake. And he gets really worried about all the bacteria and stuff that could go up his butt. Um, so instead, he asks Tom Cashman, I uh, want to just make out instead. And Tom agrees to it. Uh, Luke dips him like a romantic film and gives him a kiss. And then they paint each other. They show each other their paintings. Uh, the, the painting of Tom is, is all right. And the painting of Luke is of him in the uh, in the lake saying, like, my poor butt or something like that. And he says that this is an alternate universe where you did jump into the lake. So once again, Luke has created the task within the task of them painting the portraits of each other. Because just the kiss, I think, would have been plenty for the once-in-a-lifetime thing. My scores, um, I would have disqualified Jimmy. I would have given two points to Nina, three to Julia, four to Danielle, and five to Luke. But the Taskmaster scores were zero to Jimmy, two to Nina, three to Luke, four to Danielle, and five to Julia. I just feel like Julia is very likely to just accidentally do that at some point, even if she's just driving around looking for a parking space. The next task, all of the contestants are equipped with their helmet cams. This is going to be a big old searching task, it seems like. The task is deliver this pizza to Tom. The fewest steps wins. This is kind of similar to series three of the UK series. Get to the microwave in as few steps as possible. But their goal is much further away. And there is the trick that who they think is Tom uh, across the lake is actually a decoy. So there's a, a lot more opportunity to mess up and uh, not have a, a, a direct path to their goal. So first we see Danielle. She lays down in some goose poo. She crawls to the boat. She then sits on the pizza that's on the tricycle's uh, seat. And then she stuffs it into her shirt. She scoots up the stairs to the study where she finally finds Tom. Um, she also had to be pulled out from the lake uh, because her entire lower body is drenched. Uh, she has a total of 48 steps. Jimmy... Uh, takes a trike to the boat, and uh, then he discovers that it is not Tom Cashman. He then crawls and bikes and finally finds Tom, and he has a total of 50 steps. Very good. How close those two are is very impressive. Uh, then Julia, 
she goes to deliver to non-Tom, even though she knows that he isn't Tom. Uh, she then just walks around a bit um, She and then eventually sets a stack of the slices of pizza on the table. She took an average of one step every two seconds, 961 steps. Luke starts out just by walking and then he stacks the pizza onto an RC car. He doesn't have his glasses on, so he doesn't figure out that it's a false Tom Cashman um, until he gets all the way over there. Um, he makes another task within a task by trying to pull the tablecloth off of the table without disrupting um, the stuff that's on it. He fails at that. The tablecloth gets wrapped up around the wheel of the tricycle, and then uh, he utilizes that tablecloth to to hold all of the pizza in a in a little bundle. Um, he eventually does find Tom with a total of nine hundred and two steps. Finally, we see Nina, who seems to do really well at first. Um, she immediately identifies the decoy Tom and uh, says, all right, well, I got to get over to the house then. She just puts one slice of pizza on the RC car. Um, she hops like a kangaroo, which is a great idea because hopping is and jumping is not stepping. Um, she goes inside, but does not go upstairs. She goes back to the lake thinking it was a double bluff. Um, she frisbees the pizza to him from the boat. And then she just walks away like she nailed it. But then she goes into the study and there's Tom. He's <laughs> like, oh, no, I have, I'll be right back. Uh, luckily, the slice of pizza that was on the RC car was just dropped right outside of the house. Um, so she doesn't have to go all the way back to the lake to get it. But it's too late. Her casual after task walking counted up so many more steps for a total of 505 um tom says that if she had gone upstairs at that point she was at only 37 steps and she very well could have won the task so the scores ended up as julia with one point luke with two nina with three jimmy with four and danielle with five then we have the live task. First part, pick a biscuits. Second part, in time with the music, dunk and undunk your biscuit in your tea and coffee. At any time, you may surrender by placing your biscuit on the plate. If your biscuit breaks, you are disqualified. Last fully intact biscuit to be surrendered wins. So um, there are th five different kinds of biscuits, some much heartier than others. Um, so there's a very a surprisingly strategic game here. Julia is the first to surrender, but she breaks it as she sets it down. Um, Nina surrenders next. Um, then Luke's breaks and Danielle's crumbles. And Jimmy is the last one to surrender. He successfully sets his biscuits on the plate. So... Julia, Luke, and Danielle are disqualified. Zero points for each of them. Nina gets four points, and Jimmy gets five. After Danielle's crumbled, she realized, oh, you surrender it so that it doesn't crumble. I thought you were all just weak. <laughs> so before the live task, there is only five points separating everybody. So it was almost 
anyone's game. Um, it would have been impossible for Julia to win, but she could have tied. Julia ended up with 10 points, Luke with 12, Danielle with 15, Nina with 18, and Jimmy with 19 points. Jimmy is the winner of all of the surprising things to bring to a barbecue. I love this episode and this aspect of it I didn't dislike, but I hope that it is just a special thing about this episode is that it was very Tom centric, Tom Cashman centric. And it it's not that any of it was really designed to be that way. It just kind of happened to go that way with the, uh, the dreams and the once in a lifetime things. So I, I guess it's more of a happy accident or that they did see that because these tasks did involve Tom a lot, that they did put them all together. Even the episode's title is about Tom. Um, after Tom Gleason says, well, why didn't you go to a children's hospital and make some sick kids' dreams come true? And Nina says, well, in our defense, Tom has the energy of a sickly child and then does this very mean impression of him holding his iPad. Another really great moment was the, the improv troops entrance into the lab for the team task that they they just peek through the curtain, their heads stacked up in a column. Uh, very funny. Like I, I, I don't know how many more team tasks we have left for the season. I hope there's at least two more. Um, uh, because it, 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 they're just so much fun. I think they're my favorite team in all of Taskmaster history. There are so many other moments that I didn't even touch upon. Um, oh man, Th this season has just been on this upward trajectory of greatness. And I can't wait to see what happens next. Um, let me know what your favorite moments from this episode are by tweeting me at TIW podcast, go to TIWpodcast.com for more episodes. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please tell some friends, uh, subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And I'll see you next time here on Taskmaster is wonderful podcasts. Bye.